Do you like it when we start the music first? Do you like it that way? I do. Yeah, Pam, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I thought the last podcast was brilliant. I thought it was really good. <laughs> I still, I'm still uh, licking my wounds, I think, after episode number seven. So we move on to eight. And uh, what should we title this one? What should we title this? Because it was kind of Pam's, Pam's story yeah. last uh, episode. So I know, you'll, you'll figure out something clever. You think? I I hope for everybody's sake. Exactly. All right. Not Your Father's Faith, episode number eight. And we've been talking about our faith journeys. Pam let off last episode. And uh, Jeff has informed me, uh, Jeff, Pam, and Scott, that uh, uh, it's my turn. Which means it's his turn next week. Exactly, yeah. Okay. Oh, my goodness. He's taking notes already. No, I can't wait wait for you to start. I'm going (laughs) to jot my questions down so I don't forget. (laughs) Uh, as I alluded to last week, last episode, uh, I, I don't feel like I have much of a story to tell. Um, so I'm going to embellish it with some uh, much more interesting things that aren't, aren't particularly church-like, Christian-like, or Jesus-like. <clears throat> All right, you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay, we, uh, this, this part's kind of interesting. I was born in Hollywood, California. My sister and I were born in Hollywood. Right, right, right off the bat, I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you wanted right, good stuff. Right Here the, you right go. Right from the get-go. Here you go. Yeah. Um, you were born in Cleveland. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a- anywhere but there. Thank you very much. Actually, we looked at moving there many years ago. Don't tell anybody. For radio? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back to Hollywood. Back to Hollywood. Yeah. So uh, we we went to... I, I call you Joe Hollywood. Joe Hollywood, Hollywood yeah. yeah. Uh, we went to, I was told, I don't remember going to church in California, being really young. We left when I was seven years old. Um, but we, my mother said we did go to an Episcopal church, not, not all the time, but that, but we did, you know, she was trying to do right. And, uh, I do remember going, when we moved from California to Rockford, Illinois, I do remember going to that church old enough to, you know, have much better memories. And we did go to an Episcopal church. I remember very ritualistic and I don't know much about the Episcopal Church today to know if that's still the case or if there's different, if there's high Episcopal churches, and I, I don't know enough to, to comment where, where that church today, where it might fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was an acolyte, did that for a, a period of time. I remember being very proud of that. You know, you, you wore the, uh, um, what do you call the? Robes. Robes. There's a better term for there, isn't there, Jeff? Yeah, I can't think of it right off the top of my head. Anyway. Hey, you, know, it's, it's, you, you never said the church that you guys went to and walked to, what type of church it was. It was a Catholic church. It was Catholic a, church, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow, he's already no, uninterested in my yeah. story, no, and we moved back to Pam. <laughs> well, because when you said what type of church it was, I thought, huh, Pam never mentioned what it was. and That's fine. I, I wasn't paying attention to her response. What did you say? It was Catholic. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah. All right. And yours was Episcopal. Episcopal, yeah. Okay, yeah. What, what, what do you remember about that? Uh, you were pretty young. I remember uh, the church being very ritualistic. I do remember that. Yeah. Um, I don't think at that point, uh, you know, I understood how it might compare to Catholic, a Catholic church or a Catholic setting. Mm-hmm. But I do remember it being very ritualistic and learning that and being proud of that as well. Uh, my mother hadn't really found her faith at that point, but she was doing the right thing by taking us to church. And I'm not sure my dad uh, came to Christ much later in life, but I don't remember. I don't remember him going to church with us. He might have, but I just remember it was it was my mother that was taking 
my sister and I, later, <coughs> later my brother too, uh, who's seven years younger than I am, to church. Uh, I remember being proud, being an acolyte. Um, I don't remember uh, anything beyond that. I don't remember, there was no aha moment at that age. And then we moved uh, when I was in ninth grade to uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. And my mother told me we did go to a church there. I don't remember that. So the Rockford seven years, I remember going to church, being an acolyte, and, and taking part in that <clears throat> in that church. I I actually remember what the what the priest looked like. Uh, but other than that, um, I don't remember learning scripture or anything other than the, the ritualistic stuff that we did. I don't, sure. I don't even mean that in a bad way. I'm just oh, saying yeah, that, absolutely. that's what stuck. You learn yeah. that stuff and you you become good at that yeah. and. Uh, you know, I was good at, you know, lighting the candles and snuffing the candles and wearing <laughs> sure. the robes and, you know, looking like I was a good, uh, you know, Christian boy. And uh, my mother was doing the right thing, you know. And then uh, after uh, I left, I, I went to a broadcasting school in Minneapolis and and left home and uh, never thought much about it. I will say my entire life I believed in God. Mm-hmm. Never, never questioned it, and never, even through trauma or whatever my trauma was, whatever you know, bad moments in life, I never questioned it. Um, but I wouldn't say I had a real connection, you know. And I never did. I never had that moment where I was saved, or you know, there was never an aha moment. Um, and I don't, I, I don't know. I guess I've wished that were the case when people, you know, ask you to tell your story. But I don't know that it's necessary. But but there's some people with some terrific aha moments, mm-hmm. you know, coming to, to Christ and mm-hmm. d- don't have one. Uh, so uh, Minnesota, left Minnesota, uh, started my broadcasting career in Shenandoah, Iowa. You guys both know where that is, right? Exactly, yeah, Shenandoah. The, the feed and grain capital of the world, KFNF. I worked uh, seven hours on the air doing uh, kind of a combination of country and polkas. <laughs> and I read the I read the farm reports, yeah. a barrow and a gilt, and nothing I had wrong with that. Nothing I, wrong with a polka. I had I had no idea uh, what any of that stuff was. Being a city boy, so uh, right. And then they, it's funny that sh- that radio station sold to a religious group shortly after I got there, so we were all out of work. So within, I, it was just a matter of months. Um, but when I went there, I, I, I first stayed at the Tall Corn Motel because there were no apartments available in Shenandoah, Iowa. Honest to goodness, the Tall Corn Motel. Then I lived with a guy for a short period of time who I went to broadcasting school with and said, hey, come stay with me. But then he had a girlfriend. He said, get out. So then I stayed at the, uh, I don't know if they have sleeping rooms anymore, but back then they had, you could you know rent a room in someone's house. And this was the 90-year-old editor former editor of the local newspaper who had a sleeping room available, so I stayed there for a while. And then finally got a, a rat and co- a ca- cockroach-infected, uh, infested apartment for $50 a month. <clears throat> so I shared it with all the critters. And it had a Murphy bed, which was really, really cool. came down out of the wall, you know. Um, and I wasn't there uh, all that long. I, and, and I lived right across the street from, uh, and I'm going to forget his name, shame on me, the drummer for the band America. Don't know. No. You don't remember the band America? Yes, I do. Venture Highway yeah. and uh, Horse with No Name. Right. Anyway, so his parents lived across the street from my wonderful uh, fifty dollar a month apartment. And uh, where's the where's the, the the Christian part of that story? There is there is none. wasn't going to wasn't going to church. Uh, still believed in God. 
uh, and then just started my journey in radio. Uh, next on to uh, Ottumwa, Iowa. How old are you at this time? Uh, 19. Wow, wow. Eight, 18 to start, and then 19, I think, by the time I got to... Uh, I, just, I, I turned 19 when I was in uh, Ottumwa, Iowa. Home to Foster Brooks. You have to be old to remember <laughs> Foster Brooks. I remember him. And Tom Arnold, yeah. the husband to Roseanne, the first mm-hmm. husband to Roseanne, or maybe second husband to her, her or his first wife. Um, and the uh, the loose meat sandwich, I believe, was that. That's where it was. Uh, yeah. So, uh, any of this good yet? I'm looking up the drummer for uh, <laughs> for America. <laughs> Oh, that's gonna kill me. What his name is, but uh, you'll, yeah, you'll. Is it, is it Beckley? No, that was that was one of the lead singers. Right, we can hear Jeff typing for. Still googling. I should have yeah, exactly. should have done better research to lay that name on you, which you wouldn't have known anyway. Yeah. Um, Willie. Milak Milak Dope. No. Milak. No. Milak Dope. Wow. Wow's Oh no, that's no, that's, that's a that's, that's, that's a, a, a different band. That's America's Got Talent. <laughs> uh, Willie, Willie something. Willie, but, Willie Wonka. Was it Willie Wonka? Yeah. So anyway, I, from uh, uh, Tumwa, Iowa, to uh, Mason City, Iowa, yeah. to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, to Omaha, Nebraska, <laughs> to Springfield, Missouri, to well, St. Louis, to St. Louis, Missouri. Wow, you moved yeah. around a lot. Yeah, every year and a month or two. Yeah. Moved around more well, than I was me. trying to get to the big city, so I got to St. Louis, and and uh, I guess that's the way it is in radio, right? Yeah, you work your way yeah. up. It's a, it's a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. I say that because I've been fired several times. So I wear that like a badge. Mm-hmm. I do have peers that haven't been fired, so but uh, but really? I got pretty good at getting really really good jobs, and then mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I kept getting really really good jobs even after uh, my bumps in the road. So anyway, uh, St. Louis to uh, to Pittsburgh. Um, and uh, eventually met my wife, and that's when we said we need to go back to church. And uh, she had a, a six-year-old uh, daughter at the time, and we thought this is the... So that's what brought me back to, to church. David David Dickey? No. Oh, man, are you bad at... Usually you're really good with man, he's not your coming research. Up. Not, yeah. not coming up. Drummer for America the Band. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know how. I know, I know, <laughs> you know how to Google. I know how to Google. <laughs> Your results are pretty lousy, that. though. <laughs> Say that again. Drummer for America, the band. The band, yeah. Because you've come up American Idol. Yeah, see? You're not yeah. putting the band part in. Drummer for America. The band. America. It was Willie, the and, and I'm. Band. And I never met him. I just met his parents. Actually, I don't know why I'm so interested in getting this name. It's <laughs> yeah. not because he asked get, you a gonna, question I'm and you get have it. no answer. And I'm going to say it. You're going to say it. I'm going to go. Okay. I'm yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And by tomorrow, you will have forgotten it again. Exactly. Yeah. Willie. Willie Leacox. 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 Willie Leacox. There you That's go. Him, Willie Leacox. Never met him, but. Uh, yeah. It says uh, here that he lived right across the street. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at the, look at where he's from. It'll say. It'll is, that, say is, that, is that him? Yeah. That's yeah. Him? Yeah. Of It'll course. Say it's, Shan- of course, it's say him. Shenandoah, Iowa. Let's see. Most famous yeah, person. Listen to this. Uh, born William Robert Lee Cox in Shenandoah, Iowa. There you go. Unbelievable. Wow. All right. Yeah. So, anyway. Didn't stay there long, moved on and then on and on and on and on and then got to Pittsburgh and met my wife again, 
uh, stepdaughter, and we thought, let's go back to church, which we did. And then we had uh, two more kids. We were at a, uh, a real close to where we lived, uh, live, uh, uh, Methodist church. And uh, something spooked the, the, the two younger kids in uh, preschool, or not in preschool, but in uh, Sunday school classes. So the church was sign, uh, starting a, a new program. I don't, I don't remember the specifics of it, but they, they, were, they were teaching Sunday school differently. Something at the time I remember going, oh, this is a little, you know, kind of uh, cutting edge. And uh, so uh, we thought, oh, this is interesting. But our, it spooked our kids big time. And then they were like, we're not going back. We're not going back. I mean, it had a really, really strong adverse effect wow. on them. And we're parents. We're kind of old-fashioned in the way that, uh, you know, we don't, when our kids say, I want to quit anything, it's like, no. Or finish out the year because someone else, you, you messed up someone else's spot, you know. So we were always real firm with, with the kids saying, hey, I don't want to do this. So uh, it was uh, severe enough where we said, okay, let's, let's check out other churches, which we did, and then ended up in a Presbyterian church where our kids went for, you know, through school, and I ended up uh, running the sound department. And, and uh, then, we, uh, then we went to a, a, another church, our middle daughter. I'm jumping around. Am I okay? You following me? Yeah, but I, I know a little bit of the story, so, I mean, Pam, are you following okay? Yeah. I'm following you along through yeah. Pittsburgh and marriage and back to the church and right, yeah. right, right. I'm, so, I'm, so just I want to know what spooked the daughters. Like I want I, I want I, I don't more re- info I on that. I don't remember what it was, yeah. but it was they were doing something different, and not that my kids would know that it was different, right. but it was different, bad for them. Hmm. And there may have been more going on with us. Maybe I don't recall us. Uh, maybe, maybe we were. You know, there were a couple other factors that yeah. made us think that now is the time to, you know, yeah. to, we were there for years, though. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then in the, the, the Presbyterian Church for many years. I'm curious to know um, like which, which part of your life, which, you know, uh, time or church or whatever gave you a lot of your, um, like, background. Your, okay, so we talk about our, our faith having... <clears throat> Our journeys, our faith, having three components. One is, uh, one's the Bible, right? So we, we, we turn to the Bible. One is uh, tradition. So we've all had different traditions. And the other is our experience. Right. So those three kind of are the three cogs to our to our faith journey. And so at any given time, think of it like a tricycle, the wheels on a tricycle. In any given time, you know, there, one, one of those might take the lead wheel in your understanding of things so if it's if it's tradition that takes that which part of your journey would you say uh <clears throat> that this church influenced me in, in my thinking a great deal you know by, by, by tradition <clears throat> we went to church because you, you gave me a, a bunch of different ch- yeah. churches right right you know. um we went to church as children because we were told to. Mm-hmm. I don't remember hating it, but I remember going because we, that's what you did. That's you know, your, your parents took care. My mother took us to church when we went to church, mm-hmm. and then I served in the church. And then uh, it, it, later, when we went back to church with kids, thinking that's the right thing to do, we did it because it was the right thing to do. Sure. Um, never making, I don't think, any great connection or newer connection or greater connection with God. It was just we're you, you know we're being good good parents. We thought. Did, did did you see that as a, a goal for going to church? 
like like if you could think back then like was it I'm going to church because I want to you know this is where I connect with God this is that's or was it like no this is just this is what what you do if you're a Christian you 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 find a church to go to Sunday and and you didn't really relate it to making a some sort of emotional spiritual connection with the divine yes okay yeah which it became which, which was me too don't yeah. get me wrong it was me too and we always got involved with our churches. So, to, and to me in particular, um, it was more about uh, community. I yeah. always felt that the best community was the, your church community. But it didn't. It didn't. And I'm, I'm putting this all on me. I mean, I didn't have a greater connection with God probably during this period. I had a greater connection with the, the community of believers that were in that that church that we were going to at the time, which I thought was valuable. And we served. We, you know, we did uh, the nursery in one church, and uh, again, I volunteered for sound in one, and eventually did, ran that as a part-time employee that that uh, that sound department in that you know rather big church. Um, so we found ways to volunteer and help, and and but uh, and I can't necessarily speak for my wife, but I'm guessing we we kind of felt the same way about it being a church community and and being a good influence on our. On our children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You want to hear about Christopher Knight? You know who Christopher Knight is? You want to Google that? I do not. Okay. <laughs> Pam, come on. Christopher Knight. Christopher Knight. TV show. Big TV show in the 70s. You don't have to Google it. I'll tell you. <laughs> but if you want to. Christopher Knight. Christopher Knight, there he is. He wasn't one of the Growing Pains ones, was he? No, before, before, earlier than that. Earlier than that. Yeah, Brady Bunch. Oh, <coughs> he Pete, was a, Peter. Peter Brady. Yeah, he was Peter. Yeah, Peter, yeah. right? Now, yeah. now I'm questioning it, yeah. Yeah, that's Peter, right there. Yeah. Yeah. But, he looks older now, though. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, he and I are d- days uh, apart in age. Wow, he's that old. We went... Oh, <laughs> We went to uh, kindergarten and first grade together. And, really? But, but, but well, how we discovered that, my mother sent us class pictures years ago when she thought she was going to die. She's 89 now and never dying, uh, thank goodness. But she was sending all her children, you know, mementos mm-hmm. and photos thinking I need to get this out before I go. And, and uh, so she sent us our school, all our school pictures. And we looked back on on kindergarten and first grade, and yeah. and it was like, oh my goodness! And he, and it's funny, we stood next to each other in both, even though we aren't alphabetically. I don't know how that it came to be, and it, and we all uh, said, boy, that looks like Peter Brady, doesn't it? <laughs> and but at the time, you know, we're five and six or six and seven, whatever, and so he hadn't started the show yet, and I hadn't become world famous radio <laughs> announcer yet. Exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And so, who knew? Uh, so, y- years after that, um, I had a chance to interview him for, he was doing a, uh, a game show, I forget what the game show was, it never took off, I don't even know that it ever played in this market uh, in Pittsburgh, but I had a chance to interview him, and I went to his publicist before the, we set up the phone interview and said, hey, can I send you a picture, and can you send this to him, and can we confirm that we went to that you know school together sure enough she got back to me said absolutely that's him so when we did the phone interview god bless him and he was married to a a reality star at the time um i forget her name adrian i believe was her first name 
uh, and he was on, he was doing a lot of television at the time uh, as well. And so we started the interview, and, and he played along, as to, though I didn't suggest it, that uh, uh, we, we had stayed in touch all these years. <laughs> really? And at the, end, at the end of the interview, he said, hey, we've got to get Marianne and Adrian together, you know, we'll get there. I thought, what a sweet thing to do. Yeah. We, you know, we, had no, we had no idea who each other were, you know, <laughs> but I just thought that was a sweet thing to do. So I know a name for this podcast now. We can talk about Peter Brady. This is about... Yeah, this podcast yeah. is about Peter Brady. Peter Brady. So, so episode number eight, the Peter Brady episode. <laughs> there you go, Christopher Knight. Christopher Knight. All right. So, so I told you I was going to make uh, it interesting. Are we going to have to pay him royalties after the salt money starts? <laughs> no, I in? think we offer him equal time. He'll he'll be on podcast number nine. Hey, we okay. should get him. <laughs> yeah. We got him. I don't know if he'll be as sweet and, and play you guys, along. You guys kept in touch all these years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know what wipe he's on either right now, but right. Uh, anyway. So you can finish your story. Well, we went to our middle daughter's church, thought that we would be in support of her. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a good fit for us, and uh, so we uh, kind of took some time away from going to church, found you online, and uh, actually uh, someone referred you to us through uh, my wife's funeral home where you had started to do some services. And she said, "We got to ch- check this Jeff out," and we did. And we said, "Oh, we can't do that. <laughs> we have to look deeper." And you know, kept looking. At yeah, yeah. And then we realized that uh, it was convenient. It's close. Seems like a decent guy. <laughs> you like that word "convenient" now, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> it was convenient. Yes. yes. That. And, and if you listen to episode number seven, you yeah. might you might get the the, the the convenient joke. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pam, you know what we're talking about. Pam yes, knows I what do. we're talking about. Yeah, we're just going to leave it right there. Yeah, Pam, we we went to Akron uh, to watch the Senior Players Championship, and so that was like the the joke, the, the running the joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Running joke. it wasn't my running joke. It, it was, was mine, Jeff's running admit. joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, yeah. everything was convenient. He was day. he was just the brunt of it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah, yeah I'm glad he, you he did. You didn't, didn't laugh as much as I did. No. I'm not sure why. No. But. Yeah. Well, I, thought, the, I thought I was really funny. The joke was on me, yeah. <laughs> I think the joke was you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, that brings the joke into your front doors <laughs> a few months ago. And we said, all right, we're going to take the leap, and we're, gonna, we're actually going to attend because we watched online, and that's kind of safe. And, uh, and we thought, no, again, because church to us, and particularly to me, has been about community, so... I don't really have any interest in in having just that kind of church relationship, you know, being online sitting. I mean, there's something convenient about there it is again. <laughs> convenient about it, but and, and but you, we but wanted you, to, to to be here. Back at the beginning of your story, do you do you know were your grandparents involved in a church? Did they take your parents? Did they grow up in Great question. Um kind of sad to say uh, three of my grandparents were were dead when I was born my uh, biological grandfather on my mother's side was killed in world war ii um she lived until she was 93 but i didn't um she oh i this tough to say she wasn't real good with staying in touch with her grandchildren which i resented tremendously and she had me the means i never understood that uh, i tried to kind of make up with her i wrote her a nasty letter when she didn't come to my wedding and she hadn't gone to half the other grandchildren's wedding i'm thinking what are you doing she had mm-hmm. like and she had the means and um but she remarried after my father my grandfather was killed in world war ii and uh 
uh, Mac was his name, I loved his name, uh, but didn't get to know them very well. Um, and then he passed, uh, I forget what age I was when he passed away. And then my father's parents were, uh, he was real young too when he lost his dad and then teenager when he lost his mother. So really grandparents weren't yeah. a, a part of my life at all to speak of. Did you feel like that most people, and maybe you can talk from your experience too, most people, you know, are are what they are, where where they are, because mostly tradition. That's what they were handed, and which 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 you know, and that's that's everybody. And and, and most people don't question. I, I, this is what I find that most people just kind of accept that's the right way because it's just that that's all I've ever known. That's my that was my father. That was his father or his mother and her mother and you know us and, and, and you know passed on down the line. And I find now that either people do that or they just reject it for the same reason. Like and no you know, no no research, no 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 uh, no thoughtfulness behind their decisions either way, to accept it or reject it. I definitely carried around the tradition that was handed to me and it was the same thing that my, my grandparents believed and the same thing that my parents had taught me since birth and what I that's that's what I carried with me until a question came up and I had a real question about I, I don't understand what someone's telling me I don't understand that doesn't jive with what I think and that was the point when it was a, easy to just say okay I reject all of that mm -hmm. I don't I don't need any of that if mm -hmm. you know if some of it doesn't make any sense to me does any of it actually make sense to me? Do I really understand any of it? Because I only believed this because somebody told me this over and over again. So, Well, in, in, in a Freedom Life Center church, uh, you can answer this, Jeff, better than uh, my guess is there, it, it didn't exist, this kind of church, or, or, or there wasn't many alternatives to, uh, you know, your traditional denominational churches that's why i call what we do here sort of interdenominational because we all have a history we all have we all carry around with us you know traditions we all carry our life experiences with us and so we may we may tend to um identify uh more with one tradition than another even if it's not you know, in the in our in our conscious mind, in our subconscious mind, we tend to, you know, identify a certain through a certain church, and so I say, and that's that's all part of who you are, and so we can all come together still, and 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 pursue the, our journeys together, even given our our backgrounds, our different reference points. So I call it interdenominational because we all sort of have a a bent, uh, a, a denomination. Yeah, we came from somewhere. It came from likely. somewhere. Like non means, you know, no, nobody's nothing. Right. right? Non-denominational. No one's nothing. We're all, we're all something. And so my, my thought processes when starting it was, you know, let's, let's come together with all our, you know, idiosyncrasies from all our backgrounds. Let's come together and say, you know, that's okay. You know, so you had that. I, I think this. Interesting. Like, like like last week, you know, you said something about you believe a certain way, and I said, well, I don't believe that way. Now, uh, it's, 
it sounds like maybe I'm the one that's right because I'm saying I disagree with you. But I could have very easily spoke my position first, and you said, well, I don't believe that, Jeff. I think this way. Well, I wouldn't have put it so insensitively. <laughs> I would have said, what, well, about, not, what about this perspective you're, you're, rather than I disagree with you? Well, you're not me. See, we all have different backgrounds. <laughs> we all come from different places. Yeah, I apologize that was, for that. That, that, was, a, that was a convenient apology. That was convenient. You know, I, I didn't. I didn't mean to come come that way. I was just saying like that. I don't. I don't think that way. Well, your point of view is is fascinating. It just it just was kind of fighting words to start off. Sure. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we were coming to almost turn, coming to blows, weren't we? No, maybe not. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. There's but, still there's but, still time. But don't you don't you think that's true? And so you have these, you have these traditions that you brought with you, and then you have your life experiences. Pam last week told us some life experiences that led her to have questions or listen to somebody say something and go, "Wow, that's that's pretty harsh uh, on my life experience." It's easy, it's easy for you to say that, right? Not having that experience, a life experience, and so it's easy to to, to judge that life experience and go, "Well, that was bad." Well, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it was, but I mean, you know, I, I made a mistake, or I, you know, whatever. It was God's plan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not taking the you're bait. Not, you're not I'm taking not the bait. Taking the bait. Ah, no. I was hoping that you'd no. jump and in Pam, there. Pam is always much smarter. Never even attempts to take the bait. No, she does she, not. Nope. She doesn't. No. So, yeah, and so all your life experiences, you've you've been hopefully growing and and, and changing in your understanding of who this God might be and who he's been to you in your life, who he is now, and, and even 10 years from now, uh, like he'll be, you'll have a different understanding of him. And I think that's great, don't you? Well, then, no, you're supposed to have the answer, which means you should know this. <laughs> you should be there. I get stuck on that because you're the pastor and you're supposed to already have the answers and be there to teach the answers to us but if your answers are still evolving (laughs) no it doesn't work out for me no yeah the the, the trouble is a lot of people out there that's exactly what they want i want you to be my reference but if you're changing then you can't be my point of reference and i'm not meant to be i'm not meant to be your point of reference that's the whole thing then why am i coming to your church at all uh, to, to learn about to learn about how how I pursue God in my faith, right? Not 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 to be told uh, who He is. So so the, what what if? See, that's not the same. That's not the same as any of the other churches I've been to. They yeah. want to tell you yeah. who God well, is and how He works in your life. Well, and- would you rather would you rather sit and talk to somebody and them tell you all about Tony? Tell you everything about Tony, and this is what he, this you know you you need to know this about Tony, and this about Tony, and this about Tony, and you go, you know what? Like say what you want, but like I want to get to know Tony myself. So it's, it's great. It's great what you think about him. That's great, and I can listen. And I can go, oh, the, that's 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 good stuff. But I want to get to know him for me, and so that's what I mean by that. I could tell you about about God and my experience. My experience is different than yours. You know, I yeah. can tell you, and I can tell you things that the Bible says about God, about who He is. I, I believe He's a God of love, a God of mercy, a God of grace. I don't, you know, somebody else might tell you He's a God of uh, anger and 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 punishment and you know those sorts of things. So, so you can listen to all those sorts of things, right? You can go, okay, oh, that's who He is, 
right? And or and you might you might decide, well, I don't like that, and so I'm not going to you know pursue him or whatever. And so what I want to say is, these are things that I've come to learn and come to know, and and you can look at it for yourself, and you can read these things for yourself. But but you need to pursue him, for you. In addition, what else have we learned in this episode of Not Your Father's Faith? Who Willie Leacox is? Yeah. <laughs> Who is he? Drummer uh, for America. Yeah, yep, the band. The, the, <laughs> the band America, yeah, not, not American not Idol. And we knew Peter, Peter Brady. We knew who he went to school with. He, well, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Scott yeah. Alexander. So that's the Peter Brady episode. Next week on Not Your Father's Faith, the Jeff Winters story. This one's going to be amazing. I can't <laughs> wait to hear it myself. And then if we want to just look beyond that, then we're going to talk about what we all believe is the, the future of of the church, brick-and-mortar church, yeah, online church, streaming church, podcasting church, all the technology, where are we going? Looking forward to hearing what you guys think about that. I know that, like, last week you came with kind of prepared. I hope you still have those kind of those notes and uh, that we can really, you know, start to start to hammer that out and think through it. You know, there's, I mean, the world's going to be changing. Well, it already has changed, but I think it's going to continue to change tremendously. That could be a podcast. And it will be. It will be. Next time with Jeff Ham and Scott, not your father's faith. <laughs>